All right. First episode back of this season three of the Step Up podcast. Let's talk about being uniquely you. What does that mean? We talk about it a lot. You know, I just want to be myself. But who am I? What are the things that I can add value? What are the things that I'm good at? In 2016, I joined the John Maxwell team. I don't know if you've heard of John Maxwell or John Maxwell team. So John Maxwell is an internationally renowned speaker, uh, expert on leadership. He's written a hundred books or probably over a hundred books. And he talks a lot about adding value and Honestly, if you've never read him or listened to him, I highly suggest it. He is dynamic. He's, he he brings you in. It's great listening to him. He's got so many stories <laughs> and he's just so much great wisdom there. So I joined the team because I wanted to learn more about personal growth. I wanted to learn how to kind of speak better, maybe become a life coach. I was still searching for what I was looking for. And I attended a conference in Orlando, Florida in 2016. And oh my gosh, it was amazing. I had a really fun time. (laughs) The people were so positive. The people were so excited. And it was just, I, I hadn't been in an environment full of people with a, with a positive mindset for quite a long time. So it was just really exciting. And I was still in a very negative mindset. I was still very much um, scared of things. I didn't know what to do. I was still trapped in my trauma and, you know, very much reserved and insecure and shy still. I mean, I was coming out of my shyness, but you know, it's a huge journey. And there was one session where one of the speakers said, like we had a workbook and on this one page, there was all of these qualities or gifts or characteristics. And he said, check off six to eight of these of that you think are you. And then he told us when he read them off, he's like, stand up. And we would see people stand up and sit back down or stay standing if they had, you know, the next one. But it was so interesting because he said at the end, look, did you notice how many people? So sure, if you had one one quality and you had maybe 50 people in the room stand up, there's so many people with that quality. But there was nobody else or rarely was there anyone else with the same six to eight qualities that you had. And I tell you, that was life-changing for me. That was when I realized I'm unique. And I know that sounds ridiculous. (laughs) It does, because we're told you're unique. You have so many things to bring. But until you actually believe it yourself, you just don't know it, right? 
you have to really get it to know it. So I guess the question is, how do I know who the real me is? How do you figure out what you're good at, who you are, what you can bring to the world, what you have uniquely that nobody else has? And, you know, one of the greatest things I've heard is also there's room for everybody. There's no competition. And sure, there's competition in school, in sports, in contests, and things like that. But if you have, if you're good at your job, there's not really a competition for somebody else who's good at the same job. There might be competition for the specific job that you want at a company, but you're going to be different than that other person. And it's okay because even if you don't get that job, if the other person gets it, there's room for you somewhere. You're going to fit somewhere. It's like when actors, there might be somebody who's so good in their audition, right? And they're like, I'm going to get this part, but there's somebody else that comes in and it's just, that's just them. It's like when we watched The Office, there were so many good actors that auditioned for the roles of Jim and Dwight and Michael. But the care, the, the actors who, who ended up playing them were just, were just them. And we can't imagine anyone else. And those other actors went on to get roles that were best suited for them. And that's beautiful because it takes away it takes away this idea that you are not good enough, that you, oh, I didn't get that. I didn't get this. Oh, I'm not good for anything. I had that for many years. It sucks. It sucks living there. And I know most of us, many of us, probably, I think all of us at some point, right? We all experience that. But yeah, how do you figure out who you are? what you're good at. And one of my, one of my taglines I almost went with (laughs) was know yourself in order to grow yourself in order to heal yourself or free yourself. I couldn't figure it out. Uh, But it's kind of, I don't know, kitschy or yeah, maybe it's overused, but it's a cyclical thing. It's circular. You have to know yourself to understand where you need to grow. And then as you grow, you're able to heal. And as you heal, you're able to know more about yourself. And on and on it goes. And it's such a beautiful thing. And that's where self-reflection comes in. You have to know who you are so you can grow, so you can figure things out. So you can heal through things. And as you do, you uncover more layers. You, you become the next version of you and you become more the real you you're meant to be. 
when I look back at myself, I thought I was this little shy, insecure person. I was a follower. I, I couldn't do anything. I was just like, okay, okay, whatever you say. And I didn't ever feel like I belonged anywhere. But as I started to grow and realize, wait a minute, I have my own thoughts and opinions. It's okay for me to believe this. It's okay for me to say this. And it's always this crazy path that you're on, but it's not a straight one. And we all know that. It's learning and failing and then adjusting and pivoting so that you can go to that next stage. And that's what's just so exciting because then you realize that you are so much more than what you thought you could be. And the truth is, you know, deep down within you, who you are, you just have to find that you trust it. I know I used to listen to other people all the time from what, from their experiences, from what they would think about something. But it didn't really, I mean, it's great to listen to people. It's great to understand their perspective and and we can we can learn so much from people. But there comes a point also where they will tell you how to live your life. They will tell you what to think. And sometimes it's helpful, most times it's not to be honest with you. You have to listen to what your inner being is saying. You have unique desires and preferences and situations that happen in your life. And it's funny to me, like this whole situation with, you know, going back to the office, right? I wrote a post on this. It really depends on the person. The great, the word that we want is flexible, right? Work should be flexible. And what I mean by that is it should fit to who you are. And not necessarily that everything has to be what you want, because that's unhealthy. But who you are, if you're in the wrong environment, if you're in the wrong job, that's not fit towards you, you're going to get burnt out quicker. You're going to be not doing, you're not going to be able to thrive. And with everyone saying, let's go back to the office. Everyone should go back to the office. I get it. There's a certain learning, a certain environment in that. I am grateful for my experience in that. But at the same time, I was, I never thrived in that environment. I was exhausted all the time being in that environment. And the first time I ever had a remote job, I had so much more energy because I wasn't surrounded by people. So at the end of the day, 
I could go out with friends and be like, oh, sweet. I've got so much energy. Um, This is fun. When I went into an office, I had nothing left when I came home. <laughs> so it really depends on the person and people telling me you, everyone needs to get back to the office. I'm like, because remote work is not good for people. I'm like, well, it depends. Some people thrive in remote doing remote work. Other people do not. So then again, who are you? Do you know who you are deep down? Do you know what your wants and desires are and your qualities and what you can bring to the world? It's funny. One of the things I heard that was just beautiful, um, move towards things and they move towards you. And that's where, because I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, is this the right path? I don't know. When I even started this podcast, I was like, I'm just going to do it. And I started to move towards it. And then I met other people doing it. And then I, I had other opportunities and I got to talk to people and I'm like, wow, when you're kind of in your lane, things will come. Things will, will come into your path. You will attract those things. And that also helps you become who you're meant to be. Because you try it. And then you're like, wait a minute, this is so me. This is so much fun. And yes, I, I suck at first and I don't know what I'm doing, but you know, that's with everybody that's beginner where we all start at that stage, but you move forward and then things just seem to happen. And I just, that's one of my most favorite things. I got to be honest with you. I, I love seeing things fall into place. When I'm doing something or at least moving in that path of what is more my fit. And the thing is, we have to stop looking for formula. My goodness, the amount of ads that pop up on my Facebook and Instagram. I'm so sick of ads and, and people saying, you need to do this. You need to do that. This is how I made a billion dollars. You can too. Sign up for my course. It only costs $10,000 US. I mean, yeah, you could try and duplicate that. But the thing is, a lot of people say this doesn't work. It doesn't work because it's not you. Because while this worked for them, and maybe there's a formula for some things, I can't speak to it never works. But it also won't work for the person it's not supposed to work for. If they're supposed to be a certain, they're supposed to go in the way of who they are. That's what they're meant to do. And it's funny because in 2020, I, I heard uh, somebody speak about this book called The Morning Miracle by Hal Elrod. And I read it. It's fantastic. I learned so much, but Hal talks about doing your morning routines. I think there was get up and exercise, meditate, journal, read. I feel like there's five things. Uh, I can't remember. Anyway. And, oh, affirmations. And I tried doing all five. And I was, it took me hours. <laughs> this was during the pandemic. <laughs> 
And then I was tired. <laughs> I was like, I need to go back to bed. <laughs> so, and I remember trying this and thinking, oh, okay, bah, that sucks. It doesn't work for somebody like me. That works for type A personalities or, you know, those people over there, the big fancy CEOs. And I kind of gave up on it. But I had a life coach say to me, that's okay. It's not going to work the same for everybody. You know, maybe for you, you start with one of them. And over time, over the years, I've been, I've been still figuring out what works best for me. And I, I had somebody recently just tell me, you got to get up and do this and you got to get up and do that. And I'm, eh. I'm like, eh, I don't really like this. What works for me is actually getting up and exercising. I have to move when I first get up. I can't just sit and read because I'm like, Ugh, my body just feels like you got to do something. And it was recently I heard a woman named Jenna Zoe, and she, she's one of the foremost people in the human design. Um, it's not really a personality thing. It's like figuring out who you are. She designed this app and she was saying morning routines do not work for her. And that was so enlightening for me because with everyone telling me you have to do this and this and this and this, and I'm trying all these things and I'm just like, I hate this. That was validating because I thought, oh my gosh, I don't have to do what other people do. I figure out what works for me based on who I am. And that was helpful for me. I love that. And I was so grateful to hear that. And that's where we can come back and say, who am I? What works for me? So you have to evaluate. Where are, where am I? What do I like? And if I feel, and sometimes we have to do things that we don't feel like doing, but there's that discernment in knowing, is this what I don't feel like doing, even though it is what I'm supposed to do? Or is it not feeling like this because it's really not my thing? That's hard to know. And that just takes adjusting, trying, failing, adjusting. It was like when I first started my podcast and I heard other podcasters say, you need to do this, you need to do that, try this. And I was like, nah, I don't like that. And I did try it and I just, I hated it. And that's where our, even now, I'm just doing what I want. <laughs> what do I want? I'm not listening to other people. You know, I mean, it's helpful to listen to other people when you don't know what you're doing, but I didn't really enjoy all the other extra stuff. And I just, even, you know, the music was great and everything. And some people I love when they have music, but for me, I just, I'm just going to get up and do this. I don't want to add any, anything extra. I want simple. I love simple. <laughs> Leave me alone and let me do the simple. <laughs> so it comes back to that question again, right? How do you find out who you are? It's a lot of self-reflection. It's listening to your inner voice. Then you take action. You move towards things and see if it works. And you make mistakes. Yeah, we're all going to make mistakes. Failing is great. Why didn't they tell me this when I was a kid? Failing is amazing. 
I love those stories of all those people who failed and failed and failed a hundred times. And then, oh, they learned from those each time and then they succeeded. That's what inspires. You learn from those mistakes. Then you listen back to your inner voice. You keep digging. Keep digging within you. You take action. You make mistakes. You learn. You're always calibrating and you do it deliberately. Seek wisdom from wise people. Don't just be listening to everybody. (laughs) I've, oh my goodness, I did that a lot. It's, it's stressful. Um, And then again, you know, there's the discernment in which voice to listen to. Ask lots of questions. Man, we, and I'm, I'm so guilty of this. I'm like, I know everything. Listen to me. (laughs) Look what I've learned today. I'm so smart. (laughs) Oh, no. Then I have to eat humble pie and go, oh, shit. I didn't know anything. (laughs) Damn it. It's so embarrassing. But, you know, that's the beauty of it. (laughs) It's actually kind of funny to me now. I'm like, oh, yeah, you don't want to be so, so proud and be like, I know everything. And then have to uh, have to ask for forgiveness or just be like humble about it later. Just ask lots of questions. You know, there's always somebody you can learn from. And it's so exciting. Oh my gosh, how come everyone doesn't do this? I I really don't know. I think it's the most fun thing in the world. (laughs) I wish I could just like have a job where I just learn. Um, I guess that would be school, but I don't like the homework, (laughs) the exams and the papers. Oh, no. Uh, That's why I love the, oh my gosh, it's so great. Sorry, I keep hitting my mic (laughs) with my hands. (laughs) I'm like very exuberant. Um, Yeah, the school of YouTube. (laughs) And that, yeah, that's the thing, right? paying attention to what's important. But there's so much amazing things I can learn from from YouTube, from podcasts, from books. And I I can't just sit and read. Sometimes I do for a long period of time, like for like a few months, I'm just reading. And then months later, I'm like, oh, I'm sick of reading. I can't read. And then I just focus on audiobooks or podcasts or um, watching videos. And so I'm I have to kind of learn all the different ways, but um, yeah, it's so much fun. And that's also how you can figure out who you are. Seek it out. And then you will find it. And it takes time. You're not going to be 20 years old and fully know. Although there are some 20 year olds that, Wow. When I look back at who I was at that age, I knew nothing. And I was so lacking. And and then I see others who are 20 years old and they're so mature. And I'm like, what? How? (laughs) I guess upbringing. (laughs) But, But yeah, and that's okay. Like that's the whole point of life is the journey. And that's why it's exciting. And that's why when people talk about getting older, 
as a bad thing. I'm like, no, it's fantastic. Look at what we have learned. Look at how we've grown. Oh my goodness. I don't want to go back to being 20. Hell no. Sorry. I'm so much happier at the age of 44 than I ever was previously. It just only gets better. And I know somebody who he's in his seventies now, I think. And he said, somebody asked him like, what happened to you? Because he's quite bitter. He goes, life happened. And I was thinking, whoa, I get it. Life is hard and things suck. But man, I was like, I don't want to end up like that. And that's a choice. Anyway, that's a different topic, but (laughs) I'll probably get into that later too. But yeah, it all goes back to know yourself and continue to grow in that. And I tell you, it gets better. It is so awesome. And it's so exciting when you start to see the you that you're meant to be. I love it. I love it so much. Well, awesome. Have a wonderful day. Thank you so much for listening. Love to you all.